Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone 20 past 5. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive 101.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. I think I should start off by asking uh, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, if she'd like to start off with some breaking news because up till now, if I'm not mistaken, there have been a number of rocket barrages. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Good afternoon. Yes, so after about a 15-hour lull in rocket fire, during the visit of British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, we saw a rocket fire towards the south. And then over the course of this afternoon, we've seen quite significant bombardments in the north as far as uh, Naharia and um, in the south as well across the Negev. We do have reports from Magin David Adom medics in Kiryat Shmona in the north saying that uh, a few people have been injured. Uh, they include a 75-year-old man with head wounds, a 30-year-old man and a 5-year-old little girl uh, who sustained light injuries. But there have been a number of bombardments of, of rockets into the south as well. Hamas have claimed responsibility for the firing of rockets from Lebanon. Hmm. Ronin, okay, so the, that's uh, that's making headlines at the at the moment. So, what else really made headlines today? Take us through it. Well, the big story making headlines today was the visit of uh, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak coming here a day after President Biden, also on a solidarity visit. Uh, a lot of um, love shown to to the state of Israel. Uh, you know, as he as he got off the plane, he said, "You know, I am here, Israel. I stand with you. I stand with the nation that is, is grieving." He met with President Herzog, and uh, you know, sh- uh, showed or shared his solidarity. What was interesting was that uh, quite an intense topic of discussion between the President and Prime Minister Sunak was the issue of the BBC and their coverage of um, mm-hmm. Israel's war with Hamas. The uh, BBC still cannot bring themselves to call Hamas a, a terror organization that is prescribed in the United Kingdom a terror organization. They still refuse uh, to, to, to call Hamas that. And uh, President Herzog, not only in an exclusive interview with the Daily Mail, um, but also with Prime Minister Sunak, called it absolutely atrocious. He says, what more proof do you need? What more proof do you need that Hamas is a terror organization? Uh, you know, do you need mm. more people to be burned or raped or scalped or beheaded or kidnapped? What, what other proof does the BBC require? Right. And, and it has been a major bone of contention mm. Mm. Uh, even looking at the, the news in the UK, people's comments, uh, a lot of outrage at the coverage by the BBC. They say it's their laws of impartiality. I was about Yesterday, to ask you that. the IDF <laughs> called them out because they said that they can't verify all the evidence, including um, thermo-imaging, satellite imaging, voice recordings, uh, Etc. about the uh, hospital blast. Incidentally, Michael, uh, mm-hmm. just for those who are keeping score out there, the hospital is still intact, and we haven't seen any proof of, of casualties. There's, there's no bodies, 
and no funerals. Wow. wow. So why? So I don't know where the bodies. They still, they the still seem to be pouncing on the story. You still see reports out there oh, about this uh, Israeli attack on the hospital. It still seems to be out there. <laughs> What's happening? It's, it's crazy. Still, it's still, it, it, it absolutely defies comprehension. Yes. Uh, so anyway, back to back to Prime Minister uh, Sunak, and he agreed with the president. He agreed with the president's uh, assessment. He also met with families um, who have uh, family members being held hostage. This is the imperative now for the international community to demand the unconditional release of Israelis and foreign nationals Mm -hmm. being held hostage, of which uh, the United Kingdom has uh, quite a significant amount. And then he met with Prime Minister Netanyahu and he said, I'm going to read to you what he said. He said, I'm proud to stand with you. I'm proud to stand with Israel in her darkest hour. I stand in solidarity. I stand with you, your people, and we want you to win. So, uh, you know, very, very, very strong support coming from Prime Minister Sunak. Rolin, okay, so that's the political front on the battlefield. What What is the latest there? We did talk about the rocket barrages earlier on, but uh, what is the latest uh, regarding uh, combat against uh, Hamas terror group? Well, we've just had a, a comment from our defense minister, Yoav Galant, who's meeting with the troops from the Givati Brigade. And, you know, the, the, the morale of Israel soldiers is very, very high. Mm-hmm. They want to go in. They want to finish the job. They want to secure the, the safety and security of the, of the state of Israel and the people of Israel. Uh, you know, we are hearing more and more and more the horror stories coming mm. from the South Bay. And we are also hearing the incredible stories of, of bravery. Some uh, police fighting off uh, uh, terrorists in the double digits by themselves with mm-hmm. limited ammunition. Some in- incredible stories uh, of Valen. And we, right. we certainly salute the uh, over 300 IDF officers and, and, and reservists the 56 police who have uh, been identified and have fallen in defense mm. Of, mm. of these communities. But right. he said, he said, uh, you, you see Gaza from afar now, he said, and now, and soon you will see it from the inside. The order will come. So that's basically the heads up that there will be a ground offensive at some stage. But I think we, we also have to take in, into, um, into our conscience that this is a very, very difficult war. Mm. No other country has battle experience to deal with the kind of warfare that we will have to engage in. Indeed. Rolene, with uh, now having mentioned what's happening on the political front and the battle front, um, a story of morale, we'd used the term uh, good news before, but... Uh, Despite what's going on, I read a, I read a story today about uh, Olim, despite all this coming through to Israel. I thought it was a really uplifting story. Uh, sorry, uh, who's coming through to Israel? Olim, 25 Olim apparently uh, landed earlier on or came yes, through yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. We're still, yes, coming, yes. Through to, we're still coming through to, to Israel. People are still coming. Right. Uh, a massive amount of people want to come here. Just to just to share in, in in the war effort, just to stand mm-hmm. with Israel, uh, I'll share another feel good story. 
Quentin Tarantino, the Oscar-winning director who lives in Israel. He's married to an Israeli, has uh, children. Uh, he was visiting not just bases for the army, but he also visited some of the wounded in hospitals, uh, doing his incredible bit to 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 raise morale, to raise the the uh, feelings wow. of uh, our soldiers and our bereaved. Uh, and let me tell you something: we're heartbroken, but we're not broken. We are one thousand percent behind our army Israelis. No matter what they are doing, every single Israeli doesn't matter what they're doing is engaged in this war effort and uh, uh, making sure that our beloved state of Israel stands strong. Standing firm, standing positive. Nice to have good uh, morale-boosting stories there. We do need it during this point in time. Rolene, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thanks so much once again for joining us, just to give us some background as to what's transpiring in Israel at the moment regarding this uh, ghastly war against the Hamas terror group.